Well, hi, everybody. It's Larry Jacobs here from Free K-12 Education Talk Radio. It's June 19th, 2023, and just want to make mention that we want to commemorate it is Juneteenth today, the, the day the, the last slaves, so yeah, the, the, the true end of slavery in the United States, which is, which is an amazing comment to even make that there ever was slavery in the United States. Think about that for a second. Okay, but it ain't there anymore, and it's been going for a long time, and we uh, got to think about it that it actually happened. So uh, enjoy. Uh, think about Juneteenth. I just wanted to make sure that we commemorated the day here on the Education Talk Radio. All right, we got a nice show for you today. We set it up with Discovery Education. Discovery uh, works with a lot of uh, states across the country, uh, making sure that discovery education resources are used statewide. Okay. And uh, Arizona, Delaware, Montana, New Hampshire, and my neighboring state, Nevada, Mississippi, South Carolina, and they also work with Louisiana. And they work that through Louisiana Public Broadcasting. And it's a 20 year relationship that Louisiana Public Broadcasting has had with Discovery. And we're going to talk to Nancy Torian today, who is the, let me get the, the uh, exact title here. Nancy is the uh, Louisiana Educational TV Authority, the technology, no, Educational TV Technology Director. Okay, and I'm going to bring Nancy on in just a minute. But we're going to talk about how they're using the resources, what the resources are, how they get it out there, et cetera. I think it's pretty cool, as many of you know. My wife works for public broadcasting in Boston over at WGBH, now GBH. Okay, they dropped the W. And so we're going to talk to Nancy about all the stuff she's doing. Okay, over there, just a minute. We're going to just want to do a little bit introductory work. We're going to archive the show over at ace-ed.org. That's our home website for our consortium for equity and education. And over there, you can everything's free over there, and you can go over and see our magazine, Equity and Access. Just click on the cover. It's an online journal. This and all of our podcasts are there, and also our Excellence in Equity Awards. There's an icon over there for that. You're welcome to nominate yourself, your colleagues, companies you work with. You'll see all the categories when you click on through. The nominations are open until September, all right? But um, we're letting everybody know every show just so we can constantly keep – Keep it in, in your awareness, and we hope that you do take the time to go over there and click through on that awards icon at ace-ed.org and all the other stuff we do over there. All right, without further ado, that's enough out of me. Nancy, welcome back to the show. It's Larry here. Good morning, Larry. How are you? I'm just fine. What's going on down in Louisiana? Cool oh, place. it's cool hot. Cool place, but normally hot. Yeah. <laughs> it's very hot here in Louisiana, but we're surviving. Yeah, how, actually, there's a heat wave. I hate to say that because Louisiana's hot when there's not a heat wave. But isn't there a heat wave going on right now? Yes, there that? is. And oh, yeah. it, is, it feels like 110 degrees outside oh. with humidity. Oh, my God. You can hardly wow. breathe. You can hardly yeah, breathe. I, 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 yeah, yes. Yeah. Uh, wow. Wow, yeah. that's bad. That's that's bad. That's heavy duty. Are you in Baton Rouge or you, where are you? I You're am. I am in Baton Rouge. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Good old red stick. Okay. Yep. Baton Rouge. Okay. Wow. Nancy, uh, just take care of yourself down there and everybody you work with. Set you keep that air conditioning running. That's tough weather. <laughs> I got to tell you. You know. Woo. 
Yeah, right? thank like you I for say, air conditioning. It, yeah, it's, I mean, it's always – and remember, like 100 years ago, they didn't have air conditioning. I, mean, think about I don't that. know how they did it. I don't and, know and, how and, they and, did and, it. And, and, yeah, there was still a Baton Rouge back then, okay, obviously, yeah. you know. And, yeah. Wow. Wow. Whew. That's that's amazing. I, I just take it easy and go jump in the pool, okay, when you get know, home. Even the, pool, pool. even the pool feels like a bathtub. Actually, you, that, that's right. It would. Wow. Yeah. Take it, take it easy down there, and uh, go, go. You know, just uh, keep drinking. What can I tell you? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> wow, that's hot. I, you know, we suffer up here in Maine in the winter. You know, with our minus twenty and our I minus know. fifteen and all that. But, but I, whew, I'll tell you, that is really hot weather. Go there. You go. The two extremes. When's it going to pass? By the way, you know. I think we're going to see. Um, some relief uh, towards the middle and end of this week. It, oh, it'll be more normal, like 90, 92 yeah. instead of 99. Yeah, but you're 99. used to that. I mean, it, yeah. we I are mean, it's used hot to down that. there. Yeah. yeah, we know yes, that. We are. But you're talking about 15, 20 degrees feeling hotter than that, and that's and that humidity. Oh, my Lord. I, I remember I just – I probably told you the story before. One time I, was, I had a conference down there when it was in September, and I, I put on – I stupidly put on a suit – to go to breakfast, and so oh. I had breakfast at like 7 a.m., and then I had to walk back to my, maybe 7.30, I walked back to my hotel, and the, the suit was literally, I'd sweat through everything, okay, and it, believe me, it wasn't 110 degree. oh my lord, wow. Yes, it's really yeah. hot. Yeah, good luck with that. The only so good thing with it is women from the South have beautiful skin because of it, so that's there, the only, um, that's the Nancy, silver lining. Ladies and gentlemen, Nancy Torian, always finding a silver lining. There you go. Congratulations on that. (laughs) That's great to all the beautiful ladies in in Louisiana, those lovely Southern Bells. Okay. Um, What's going on? Congratulations. The renewal of a 20-year partnership with Discovery Education. You guys are a good team. I know that. And and Nancy, tell us what's going on. and, And, you know, tell us how you get the word out to schools that all this is available, then tell us what's available to them so so we know. And by the way, like I said, they work with a bunch of states, okay, and, with the, and the way they get there is different. This time it's Louisiana Public Broadcasting. But please talk about how the relationship develops, whatever you want to talk about. Go ahead, Nance. Brag. Talk about it. Go for it. Well, we are so excited to be partnering with Discovery for our 20th year. And I have been here at Louisiana Public Broadcasting that entire time. So I have very, yes, I have long relationships with Discovery and wonderful friends. They're a great partner. And um, our schools have been using them for 20 years. And so they're very used to Discovery. It's something, I mean, it's like um, if you took it away from them, they probably would not know what to do if mm. they didn't have this resource available. Yep. Yep. Um, so letting teachers know about it is the easy part because they're already using it. I mean, it's pretty much a staple in the classroom. But we also have, uh, we are a statewide public television agency. Yeah. So we yeah. we can reach teachers through broadcast through the entire state. We also have a teacher newsletter that we send out every month that we always go. highlight a discovery 
education resource. And I think there's like 26,000 teachers that get that newsletter. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. So we have, um, and we have a website, an education website, lpb.org slash education. And teachers are very used to going to that web page for classroom resources. And are they using a pre-K-12? How's it working? Pre-K through 12, yes. Boy, that's, that, yeah. that, that's great. And I have to ask, what, I, I must ask, what's the most popular one? Yeah, yeah. like in order, give me the, what are the, do you know the top three? Well, I would say that probably the biggest resource in discovery that teachers use are the um, strategy, spotlight on strategies. So they're called SOS. And that gives teachers um, these wonderful strategies to use in the classroom with the resources that, like the videos that they see. So many teachers, I mean, everybody knows Discovery's videos, right? But it's sure. much more than that. And so Discovery does a great job of um, offering resources to teachers to teach them how to use the videos in the classroom in really innovative and impactful ways. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah. So the spotlight yeah. on strategies is a is a big one. Do you um, consider that? Do you consider that uh, the spotlight on strategies? Do you consider that professional learning? I do. Absolutely. That is professional learning. And and really that's what teachers need the you know, more help with. It's they've got the resources but it, sometimes you don't always know what to do with them or how to yeah. to really use them to make a difference. And um Discovery does a great job with the professional learning in their platform. Yeah, and you know there's another there's another side to this and we we all have to work very hard, and I know you know this to make teaching easier. Not that teachers yes. are hard workers and don't appreciate hard work. Don't misunderstand that. Okay. But uh, uh, they are just inundated with paperwork and reports and meetings, all that on top of actually preparing uh, classes and marking papers and assessing kids and all that sort of stuff. I mean, it's, it's uh, I'll say it, it's brutal work these days. And anything we can do, to make a teacher's day easier really, really matters. Okay, yes, it really matters. Yeah, we call this grab and go. They need something <laughs> to grab and go. Wow. That's right. Wow. Yeah, you know, You're you exactly do. And, right. and, and, and also, I'm going to make another point here, and I know this is happening in, in not one of your neighboring states, but down south, I talked to a gentleman down in Georgia about this. The, a, a school district I know down there was forced to hire and I'm sure this is happening in a lot of places. Please don't misunderstand. Okay, uncertified individuals who want to be teachers. Okay, they need, they need teachers, and they can't find them. So they're hiring people who want to be teachers, giving them emergency certification, et cetera. They need people that they hope will, will last a long time in the classroom, probably happening in Louisiana too. Okay, but in order, to make the, yeah, in order to make those people effective and comfortable, in their job. We have to provide them with this kind of material. They, they can't just walk in off the street and start teaching and start creating stuff. All right. Absolutely the resource, not. yeah, the resources have to be made available to them. And it's a great thing that you're doing. And I have a question for you. This is Louisiana public broadcasting. Okay. So you are a, uh, a television channel, if I may. And I know you do like uh, Antiques Roadshow and Masterpiece Theater and all that sort of stuff. 
all right? But look how involved you are, okay, in the education. I have the number here. Over the 20 years, it's like 58 million students, okay? No, more than 50, I'm trying the number wrong. More than 58 million discovery education digital resources have been used by millions of Louisiana teachers. I don't have the number of kids. I read it wrong. Teachers and students in their academic endeavors. Okay, but that $58 million thing really matters. Okay, 58 million resources really matters. Point B, okay, how did you guys, and this is good, get so involved in the schools in Louisiana? Because I remember, you know, uh, when I was a kid in Philadelphia, we had a, a public broadcasting station, or it's still there. Okay, it was Channel 12. All right, and, and you know, they had a couple of kid shows, but then they had some educational shows for adults, right? But back when I was a kid, which dinosaurs still ruled the earth, all right, when I was a kid, <laughs> all right, when I, when, I, when I was a kid, they didn't have, per se, educational programming for kids. That, that did not exist, okay? And I'm talking about giving schools resources and all that. And what, what prompted Louisiana to do this? It's the right thing to do, and it's so good that they did it. But how did it all come about? That's cool. Good question. I like that question. Well, I think traditionally public broadcasting has always been about educating people, whether you're in preschool or you're an adult. Um, we, PBS has some of the most amazing resources that have been yeah. developed and created um, to help people learn new things. And um, I think most of us all grew up on Sesame Street, right? <laughs> So I'm we, so old. Um, my kids grew up on Sesame Street. Well, your me. kids grew up on Sesame Street. Yeah. But um, so traditionally, PBS has always been a part of of the learning process, especially for young Great. kids. Um, we have PBS kids shows, and every PBS kids <laughs> show that's ever been developed is done with an educational framework. So there, there are important skills that are being taught in every episode, whether it's uh, social-emotional learning or it's STEM or it's literacy. And a, a discovery does the same thing. So it's a great partnership because not only do we have oh, yeah. PBS resources, we also have the discovery resources. Yeah, well, that's um, what so I'm saying. You, you folks... Yeah, congratulations to Louisiana Public Broadcast. I'm going to let me change the way my question is. Okay, congratulations to you folks. Okay, because you are a TV station. Let's just talk like that. All right, and you you provided great shows like Sesame Street, perfect example. Okay, and parents have been using that for years. But you in Louisiana, you guys work with Discovery. That's real. Uh, not, not to make light of the other stuff, that's real education resources. In, in all 50 states and around the world, school districts use Discovery. They purchase it, okay? They buy it because they know this stuff works. You at Louisiana Public Broadcasting actually did that for them. That's a lot deeper, okay? That's incredible, okay? That, that's fantastic, okay, than, than just than – just doing Sesame Street and Arthur and all those programs. You guys are actually providing them with the, with the resources they need to, to, to really educate these kids. And again, not to make light of the other stuff you do. But the, what 
prompted that. I mean, that is really saying something. I'm, 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 by the way, I hope you got the feeling I'm congratulating you because I am. Yes, I, I understand yeah. what you're saying now. Well, I just think uh, Louisiana Public Broadcasting realized the value of this incredible resource, knowing that what a great thing to provide to the yeah, teachers and students of Louisiana. I mean. I mean, how could you go wrong, honestly? And so it's, we've been doing it for 20 years, and yeah. um, it's just been something that is really valued here. It's just an additional resource, and we all know Louisiana comes last in a lot of things, and we need all the help we can get. And we just realize that, you know, it's whatever we can negotiate and provide to our school districts in addition to what they already get is just pie in the sky. It's just it's yeah. wonderful to be able to provide that. It is. It is. And, and I know teachers appreciate it. I hope parents appreciate it. You know, um, I just have to say this. There are some politicians who don't like PBS. Okay. But, but you're – you're the you're the classic reason why there needs to be a PBS because not only are you providing the the, uh, the uh, program, but you're also providing the, the learning resources that go directly to help teachers, help students, help the teacher shortage. Okay, help teachers with their time management. I mean, that's really saying something. And I and I hope, and I know we're talking to educators when we do this show, but I hope that. Um, you know, people across Louisiana really appreciate what you're doing when you're doing your fundraising and all that sort of stuff. It's really, really, really important we, that what you guys did here. You made an incredible decision 20 years ago, and you stuck with it ever since. And that's that's saying something, Nancy. I got to tell you, well, thank that's you. really saying well, something. Well, it's important to us. We really truly yeah, yeah. believe that it's you know we're doing the right thing. Yeah. You know, you are. You are indeed. And let's talk for a second. You know, Louisiana, like every other state, is coming out of the pandemic. We're a year out of it now. Hopefully that's long behind us. All right. Things changed out there. All right. For everybody, yep. not just Louisiana, for everybody. Right. All right? right. Harder to find teachers. The kids are a little wackier, et cetera, et cetera. There's a teacher shortage. I mean, go right down the whole list. Okay. Uh, talk about how that changed as you, as, you, as you work with Discovery, as you work with the school district. What changed since the pandemic that you've noticed? I feel like professional learning is um, has become more digital mm-hmm. since the pandemic, obviously. Good point. Um, I, I think slowly people are starting to gather more, but I think especially in education, they, people see the benefit of doing things online. Um, it's easier for people to get to. We have a lot of rural areas here in Louisiana. Yeah, it's not it's not easy to travel. We're hit with you know hurricanes. Uh, places in our state can just be totally <laughs> destroyed and during hurricane season. So oh, yeah. for us, it's not just the pandemic. We have other problems as well that keep us from learning physically together. So this is something Louisiana has really embraced because at any given moment we might have to go back home to learn because our electricity is out for two weeks or, you know, 
we don't have any water. So it's become something that's just norm here. Yeah. So teachers really like to be able to go online and get what they need rather than trying to travel around the state to meet in person. Oh, it, it, it's it, it's a how's the broadband situation? Okay. Uh, our broadband is is getting a lot better. It has become a priority uh, since COVID, and we are Good. working Good. to get those rural areas their you know connectivity. Um, I think it's improved a ton since COVID, and and it will continue to improve. Oh, yeah. 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 It it has to. I mean, I mean, it really has to. And I'm curious about something else. And this, I think, is always something that's lost in the shuffle, and that's with almost any product or service. I have always found that the, uh, not to knock them, but I'm going to a little bit, that the education schools, uh, you know, the colleges that prepare teachers, are behind in, in, in teaching new teachers what's out there for them to use. It kind of sort of falls on the school district, okay, once that person graduates. All right. And I'm curious, is Louisiana Public Broadcasting, and you, you, are, you are in charge of the education side, so to speak, are you guys in touch with the teacher education schools throughout Louisiana and saying, hey, here, we've got all this discovery stuff. This makes it easier for teachers. Okay. Do they know what's going on, the, the teacher education colleges and universities? I wouldn't say all of them know what's going on, but uh, the major universities here, yes, I think know what's going on. Um, one of the big problems that we've been having in the last two years is the enrollment in the education in oh, yeah. Elish is just down. Like I'm everywhere, everywhere, and I'm sure it's everywhere. everywhere. So it is truly a crisis trying to get young people to go into this profession. It's scary. It is. Um, but, yes, I do think they do know of the resources that public broadcasting offers them. Um, we, do, we do offer workshops. We offer online workshops. We go and we present to pre-service teachers to let them know that the resources right. are there. Right. So we do do that occasionally. I wouldn't say it's often, and we probably should be doing it a lot more. Um, so that is a great idea, actually, that we need to start yeah, reaching out. And, and to, believe to me, everybody's lax on that, and we've got to make sure that the resources – are used and used well. We tend to leave it to a principal to tell his teachers or her teachers, okay? And you know, we got we got to uh, we got we got to do something about it. That and you know, You're the right. other thing. I was just, yeah, and I was just I was just talking to uh, the president of uh, NASSP, the National Association of Secondary School Principals, and he, he he's concerned that we don't do enough to promote education as a career, which is why we're facing such a shortage, or at least one of the reasons we're facing such a shortage, all right? And he used the, uh, the example of, if I say to you, the few and the proud, you, you immediately think of the United States Marines. And we think of that because we see so much advertising, the few, the proud, the Marines, okay? Right. And they've done, they've done that purposely, okay? 
good group, by the way, but they've done that personally, professionally, on purpose to, to make it happen. Okay, and, and, and you know that's that's what you think. That's what advertising does. So people, young men and women, literally, and they're tough. Okay, young men and young women join the Marines. Okay, because of if I may, now I'm sure they're patriotic, but it's 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 influenced by the advertising. That's the point of the advertising. All right, and we have to do the same thing for education. Absolutely. And, yeah, and I'm curious if anybody's approached you. And again, you you are edu- you are educators and broadcasters. Okay, how, how do we get people into the profession using the power of discovery and uh, public bro- uh, Louisiana public broadcasting? It's such a good combo for this. It's a good idea, I think. It is a great idea, and we do a lot of work around careers. You know, letting children know uh, what careers are available, and um, we don't. You're right. We don't do enough to promote the teaching profession, which yeah. is terrible. Um, it, it's just, it is. We need to come up with a great marketing campaign, like we do. We all do. Yes, yes, we, we do. do. As a nation, as a nation, it is at a critical level, and we do need to come together to um, figure that out. And I do think public broadcasting is a great place to start. It would be. It would be. Yeah. I've got you on the phone. I figured I'd ask. Is it good? What is it, yeah. Mr. Coleman? Mr. Copeland, okay? Actually, I just realized yes, that. Yes, we will have my, to approach my... Mr. Copeland. I just realized something. My, my, my son lived in New Orleans for a number of years, and one of the reasons was that his lovely girlfriend, who lived in Long Beach, Mississippi, right by uh, um, New Orleans, um, lived there. So they, they moved down there, and we loved it down there when he lived down there. And their, their last name was Copeland. I just realized that. Okay? Oh, I got wow. Copeland's around uh, – <laughs> I got Copeland's down through uh, New Orleans, right, and all that sort of stuff, Louisiana. That's that's cool. Okay, but it's it's really something we got to consider and really push. My standing joke is that whenever a high school has a career fair, they forget to have a booth to become a teacher. They got veterinarians and firemen and and uh, cosmetologists and all that sort of thing, but they forget the the education side. We got to push it. We've got the audience. Okay, and uh, the, the group like Louisiana Public Broadcasting, and I'm not laying this on you. I'm just talking about, of course, you. I here. think it's a great idea. Yeah. I think it's you a know, wonderful it's, idea. It's just something we we got to do. And you know, I am so proud of you guys, and you should be proud of yourselves. I'm so for being so thoughtful and doing so much. Okay, for the for the kids of Louisiana. I mean, this is a big deal. Well, thank you. It is yeah, a big deal. Yeah, you really deal. do this. Yeah. And we're going to do it for teachers, too. Okay? It's great stuff. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Nance. Thank okay, you. I mean, i got to tell you, really, spread the word. Go nag Mr. Copeland about putting some ads on to become teachers. I that. am. That's a great yeah, idea. That's a, yeah, tell him I said hello, even though idea. I don't know him. Cece, I sure will. Copeland, Cece, you tell him. That's what we got to do, okay? And it's great stuff. And, the, and you just keep up the good work. You are welcome here anytime because you guys are providing such a great service to the students and the teachers in Louisiana. And we don't want you to be number 50 anymore. Okay, no, let's we don't either. get that climbing. Okay, and Thanks, good luck Larry. with the 
You're welcome, Nance, and good luck with the heat wave. Do not leave the building Thank unless you. you have to. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. I'll talk to you again. Thank you, Nance. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> wow. You know, Louisiana is a great place. It is. It is. Maine, where I live, is a great place. But it's not great. Maine is not so great in the middle of February. Okay? It's tough up here. And uh, when it feels like 110, when people in Louisiana are complaining about the heat and the humidity, you know it's tough down there. Okay? So I hope everybody's okay down there and gets through this. All right. All right. We're going to know those air conditions must be running like crazy. All right. We're going to archive the show over at ace-ed.org. Check out what we do over there. I've got Discovery Education linked up on site here as well. My name is Larry Jacobs. This is Pre-K-12 Education Talk Radio. Thanks for listening.